<laughs> Welcome back for another episode of Opticians Unhinged. Unhinged. And I am your host, Iris. And Lucia. Yes. Can you so, hear me better? I feel like I can, you can hear me better. So uh, I think the last time that we recorded, I said that I don't think something was plugged up properly with yours. And whatever you did different today is definitely working. Did you get another you microphone? See? You want to see a... what I did different? Yeah. I didn't you plug want... my microphone. Oh, my gosh, man. Okay. Well, it's it's definitely working. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is how we roll, people. We're yeah. a little crazy. We don't we're know what we're No, <laughs> we, we we wing it every day. What you guys are not seeing behind the scenes is the chaos of me having no internet <laughs> and Lulu having no Wi-Fi. It's a hurricane edition of Opticians Unhinged. Um, What's the hurricane's name? Ilda. I don't, Ilda. I don't even know. It was something exotic this time. Uh, uh, I don't care. Really? <laughs> to me, like, <laughs> hold on. Let's let's Google it. Hurricane Idalia. Ah. Uh, Idalia. It's. It uh, makes me think of an onion, like Vidalia onions, but without the V. Whatever. Don't judge me. Anyways. Okay. So we're back, and <laughs> this week. Uh, we decided that everybody should pretty much be in their 2023 and 2024 school year now. Ooh, ooh. Woo! So we wanted to do an episode on back to school um, vision care kind of notes. Um, but first, there's updates. Uh, so always. There's always updates. I would hope that there's like always updates and that they're mostly always good. So, <laughs> yes. um, so as we know, the school year has started, uh, pretty much everybody's getting back into it, whatever. Um, we have listeners on our Apple podcast. Finally. Um, it's, it's not very many you guys, but whoever took the time to actually sit down and listen to us, thank you, because that just gave my heart a little bit of warmth being like, oh, we've got new listeners. So yeah, we've got new listeners on Apple pods. And after we did the transitions episode, I did a little poll on our Facebook and mm -hmm. I was asking mm -hmm. how many people preferred to do sunglasses and how many people preferred to do transitions. Um, okay. I, I believe that the final results were actually that people preferred to do the polarized. But let me get over there. Good. I'm a little, I'm a little disorganized, you guys, because, you know, my Internet and stuff. So just bear with us because we all know. And, and the hurricane. Am I saying that word? Correctly. You're saying it like hurricane, kind of like with a mm -hmm. a weird you. It's not a bad you. It's just a it's it's a Lulu you. A it's Lulu a, you. It's a a you. Nope, can't say that. Nope. Hurricane. Hurricane. It's cute. Okay. <laughs> hey, so. wait. How do you say <laughs> it? Hurricane. Hurricane. Hurricane? 
So when you're saying it now, it's kind of like you're getting the first part right, but then the last part's like, Ken? You're like, Hurricane? (laughs) Or it's like, Hurricane. (laughs) Oh. All right, so I'm looking. I'm looking at the polls here, and for mm-hmm. the sunglasses, mm-hmm. the sunglasses are a definite winner here. Um, I didn't have very many votes, but we had four votes for the sunglass lenses, and only one one vote for the transition lenses. Except for the people that did vote. Um, the one person that voted for transitions lives in Michigan and everybody else that voted ah. lives in the Southeast. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that has something to do with it. Yeah, so that just yeah. goes to show my, my theories here are, are on point. So I know that it's like a one to four ratio, but what are the odds? Apparently one to four. Listen, <laughs> I think this is my thoughts on that. Yeah. I think you would have to live in like, I don't know, a cold area like Colorado. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. You should still have polarized glasses because that snow be hitting right back at you. Yeah, but what are the chances that you're gonna be out in that snow like that? Like if you live in a place that has snow every year. Okay, this is true. I'm not used to that. You don't you don't <laughs> close. Okay. Here in the South, people, if you don't know this, if there's a chance for snow, a dusting, <laughs> everything's closed. Yeah. Nobody can drive. All right. So, oh, and to the transitions point, let, let's start with yes. the transitions and back to school, you guys. So most Ooh, yes. kids, most kids don't wear transitions. However... <gasps> I, I'm officially going to say that maybe you should start considering doing that. Yes. Do you want to, do you have any idea why I'm recommending that? Uh, I don't know why you're recommending it. I know that for my kids, um, mm-hmm. first of all, they change, their eyes change all the time. So they have to get glasses every year. I have two out of my four kids wear glasses. Uh, so I don't want to spend money on two pairs of glasses every year on two kids that's four pairs of glasses plus right. i don't want to be spending money on something that they might live on a book bag somewhere and then forget about so to True. us it's easier to have <clears throat> transitions for the kids uh-huh. and then you know we're one and done it's not the protection is not what i would want it to be but then i don't have to be worried about do you have your sunglasses? Did you bring your sunglasses? Where right. are your glasses? Did you put them in a pocket somewhere? Um, so that's why we did transitions for the kids. Now, when my oldest got to a certain age, uh-huh. then his vision stabilized. And yeah. then we did a regular pair of glasses one year and a pair of sunglasses the next year. His regular pair of glasses still has transitions, though. Oh, see, look at that. Boom. Yeah. I was going to recommend it for the blue light protection. Um, (laughs) Yes. So touching back, if you guys missed our episode on transitions, uh, if you are getting your kiddos some new glasses this year, 
Uh, make sure to kind of consider doing the transitions for them. Um, I definitely feel like that would be a less expensive option for you guys to get it the is. blue light protection rather than dumping a whole bunch of different things into that pot. So yep. if your kiddos are spending a lot of time on devices, which most are these days, even in the classroom as well as out, um, don't forget transitions equal blue light protection. It's inherent. You don't have to pay anything extra other than your copay for transitions. Yep. So, yep, yep, yep. Um, so that kind of touches on the blue light because I was going to mention that, but a big yeah. thing I wanted to touch on was vision insurance and yeah. how how most parents who have vision insurance benefits in place for their kids. Um, most of the time, you guys, kids' frames are usually covered by the frame allowances on your insurance plan. And for those of you who don't know, almost every single vision plan out there does have an allowance amount of what they're going to give you. No, your yeah. glasses are not going to be covered in full with your vision plan every year. Um, almost every plan, if you have a plan called IMED or VSP or Spectera, uh, those are going to have some co-pays affiliated with putting your prescription in your glasses. Um, the good thing about the kids' frames, like I said, they're less expensive. They don't cost they as are. much as the adults' frames. And on average, most vision plans will give you a frame allowance around $130. Sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but that tends to be the average. Um, and I don't know about you, Lou, but most places that I have worked have had most all of their kids' frames at that $130 price point. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's like some sort of designer kids' frame, which <sighs> I don't really... I, Look, if you've got the money to spend <laughs> on designer eyeglasses for an eight-year-old, I mean, do you. If that's how you want to spend your money, I'm here to tell you the construction on them is probably shoddy if it's a it's name safe. that you know off the top yep. of your head. And yep. uh, you're paying for a name. You're not paying for quality. And we all know how Lucy and I feel about quality over a name brand. Yep. So, um, when you go in and you're getting your eye exam done and you're sitting down, try to look for frames that are going to be covered by your frame allowance, or if they're not covered in full, aren't hitting your budget too much after that. Um, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Lucia will be the same way, will tell you to spend your money on your lenses more yes. than your money on your frames. Yes. Um, a hundred percent. Um, also on the lenses, uh, most vision plans, it's considered a pediatric vision plan. If you're under 18, um, most vision plans will cover the frame, you know, for that $130 or whatever. And if you're under 18, you usually get a free polycarbonate upgrade. Um, because of the durability for kids. Right. So, uh, this goes back to that whole discussion about some people just hating on polycarbonate. Uh, I'm going to tell you if I have a kid that crosses my fitting desk, they're getting polycarbonate. Um, yes. it's, you know, that's it's not a question. No. And, yeah. And it shouldn't be, uh, 
protecting their eyes and keeping them safe that's going to be the more important thing here than their vanity because they're still developing um so in most cases no copays for the polycarbonate lenses and they're more scratch resistant if your kid does have a stronger prescription it should be accommodated um it's very rare that i see kids with like astronomical prescriptions that can't i'm not saying they don't exist they definitely do they exist yep but which is sad um but for the most part the the average child will be able to do their lenses covered with no copay and probably get out of there with next to nothing on the lens portion itself um what I wanted to uh, maybe have a little can bit I, more of, yeah. Can I, can I just, um, the other thing is, I get it when you are going and getting your glasses mm-hmm. as an adult, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have these for two, three, four years. Please don't do that to your child. No, <laughs> just, no. Just don't do that to your child because I don't care what age they are. If they are under the age of, let's say, 16 and even Uh 18, uh, chances are they're going to grow, um, have a growth spurt and, you know, save some money. Like, Uh let's say you're saying, okay, I'm going to spend a maximum of $200 on my kids' glasses this year, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to buy them glasses for two years. Right. Cut your budget in half. Get a friend that's cheaper and then get him him or her glasses next year because kids' taste change, their head shape change, the size that they need changes. Everything changes when you're uh, a kid. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't like dramatically change, I have seen it to where the kids will take their glasses off and they'll have like a curvature on their side of their head. It doesn't hurt, but why are mm-hmm. we allowing a mm-hmm. pressure on the kid's skull? Like that's to me, it's not a healthy when your cranium has to worry about <laughs> growing too much because your glasses are in the way. Just right. Um, just get glasses every year for your kids, you guys. Well, uh, on the on the flip side of on the flip side of that, let's say some vision plans because we know that this is a problem too. Some vision plans won't cover your vision check every year, or you don't have mm-hmm. benefits mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you are one of those patients where you only have one benefit that can be used every two years, yeah. and you're taking your six year old kid in for an eye exam. And let's say that you end up in one of these big box places or even a private practice because many, 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 many private practices still offer a multi-pair discount. Mm -hmm. So let's say that, you know, you've got a kid that's in their growth spurt, like our nine-year-old, I swear. Now, when I say our nine-year-old, it's really my fiance's because none of my kids are my own. So this is my first full year as a parent. (laughs) <laughs> and, and the amount of times that this kid looks at me and says, I have nothing to wear. And then I have to go and rip all of the clothes out of the bedroom and stand there and be like, can you try these on? 
try these on. There's no, I just bought you clothes. So, <laughs> so he's just outgrowing everything. And mm-hmm. I swear every two weeks I'm going and buying All the time. more clothes. All the time. Yep. So yep. his, and I can look at him and see him growing. Like it, it it's a huge difference for me. And, you know, because for me, mm-hmm. this is my, Uh, this is my first time watching a kid grow up like that, where I see them every day and it, it blows my mind, but even the size of his body is changing, not just his waist and not just like his little torso area, but everything. So in the instance that you go to get your kid and I exam and they're in their growth spurt stage, if you can get a buy one, get one 50% off promotion, 100% I would recommend getting one pair that fits them now and one pair that's going to fit them six or eight months from now. Yep. Especially if they're, if your exam benefits don't renew for another two years, let's try to plan ahead. Or, or Mm -hmm. grab your um, prescription, get a good pair of glasses, right? Get your good pair of glasses. Uh for your kid this is the one that they're gonna wear all the time but then grab your prescription and go to go online especially if their prescription's not crazy large oh yeah and get them a couple of pairs different sizes different styles some for playing outside my kids had outside play clothing (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want their good clothes to be messed up. So those those um, thrift those thrift store fits, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I do that. Or there are places to where you can buy two pairs of glasses for a very very low amount. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, like that big box optical that I started at. Uh, you could go in get two pairs of single vision glasses now granted it's it's bare bones but you get two pairs of frames with your prescription in it plus your eye exam for eighty dollars if you want to get better things then you have that option but if you can't afford it at least you've got vision and i'm gonna say it's better to take some vision than no vision the other thing is um and this is you know, I know because of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, if you cannot afford at all to buy glasses for your kids, go to your local church. Go to your church and ask them if they have a benevolence fund. Because most churches have a fund that is specifically to help families in need. So... Go to your church, go to your pastor and be like, hey, listen, I would need this much money to get my kids glasses. Chances are they will totally do that for you. Um, So I'm sorry for the listeners out there. My office is off of my house. Like I, I bought a shed and we just had a huge hurricane. And there's literally somebody outside blowing leaves and weed whacking. (laughs) Uh, uh, Anyways, 
If anybody hears a bunch of background noise, I want you to know it's not me. I have no control over it. I don't know who does this. Clearly, they're not from here. <laughs> they can't be. I refuse refuse to accept that. <laughs> Anyways, so Lucia was recommending the church and the benevolence fund. Uh, if If the church... Or if you're anything like me, where every time that you try to go to a church, you feel an immense amount of guilt and shame and you avoid it because those people do exist. I, I'm, I'm just talking to the people out there that are like me. Uh, <laughs> there are other optical charities that you can reach out to. <laughs> if you guys don't want to go there... <laughs> uh, We'll be doing another episode on optical <laughs> charities very soon. Um, yes. Uh, Lions Club is usually available in almost every county that I know of. So I would probably say start there and we'll be doing an episode oh, soon. Yeah. Go to your school. Um, I have worked with uh, schools. Uh, actually, at uh, the big uh -huh. optical that I worked to in Virginia, um, we had one specific school that would uh, send people to us and then we would just tell that person, we would write a note and give them, <clears throat> give it to them um, so that they would go back to the principal or whoever and they would write a check for oh, that nice. amount. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Cool. So the school had a program for that. Yeah. Look at you. See, so Lucia does a lot more community service things than I do. She she devotes like multiple hours a week to charities and devoting volunteering time. So she would yes. know much much better than I. Um so yeah, um I'm thinking just so you know as well as the listeners, uh the char the charity episode, I think I'm going to be doing closer to Thanksgiving. Um, so okay. it's going to, it's going to be a little bit of a ways out, but I did want to do that closer Thanksgiving. So if you guys have yeah. questions about that, definitely like email us and we can or send you, you multiple have, links. If you have, um, a charity, um, that you know of that deals mm -hmm. specifically with vision stuff, we might not know about it. So yeah. send us yeah. a link. We'll send you a sh shout out. Yeah, uh, I shout out. Um, I've been I said doing that more. Weird. It's okay. I, it's all right. I say things weird all the time, and you're still here, listening <laughs> to me. Oh, anyways, um, so yeah, uh, you know that's kind of our rant on charities and things. If you can't afford it, um, back to my big box optical discussion, mm -hmm. um. When it comes to your kids and their polycarbonate lenses and their $130 frames, and then the discussion of anti-reflectives come up, if you are in big box optical, and if you don't know if you're in big box optical and you Google them and there's more than like five locations, I'm going to call that big box um, so, uh, occasionally you'll find like a privately owned practice that has multiple offices. That's just exceedingly doing well on their own, but that's kind of when I see things start to change. But if you do go in there, a lot of those offices, 
only sell standard anti-reflective treatments. And when it comes to your kids, your, your kids are not going to carry around bottles of lens spray. They're not going to tell you when your lens cloth is dirty. And they do get dirty and they do need to be cleaned and or replaced. But kids don't know that. They're going to use their t-shirt to wipe their glasses. They're going to step Adults on them, sit that. on them. Yeah. Uh, even the ones that do know that, they still just do what they want to do because they're adults and that's our right. right. <laughs> so, so I paid for these. If I want to destroy them on my own, I'm gonna. Um, but yeah, if you guys are going into those and you want to get your kids some anti-reflective treatments, I would almost, almost err on the side of caution and say you're better off without it. But what I will say is if you're your big box optical or pri private practice people offer warranties to you, and they're usually like $20, $25, buy the warranty, your kid's going to scratch their lenses. And you know what? If you've got an angel of a child that takes immaculate care of their stuff, at the end mm -hmm. of that first like 10 months... Even if nothing is damaged, take it back in. Say you need the lenses replaced. Uh, yep. I don't hardly ever hear anybody give you any grief about that because you paid for the right to warranty that frame. And if they're yep. going to replace it, no questions asked, go ahead and get your kid a fresh set of lenses. If you're planning yep. on getting them another frame, great. Make that one okay. their backup pair. It's cool. Yep. Uh, the more the merrier when it comes to kids. Um, yep. If your private practice, big box, whatever, only offers standard anti-reflective, definitely get it with the warranty. If they offer premium anti-reflectives, those go through a different curing process. They're, they're just made differently from start to finish. Do the upgrade. They're much more scratch resistant. They don't smudge as easy. They don't get as dirty as easy. Um, so I, I'm not saying don't do an anti-reflective, but I am saying go into your anti-reflective purchase knowing there is a difference and shop accordingly. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if you had thoughts on that. I would never, ever, never, ever, ever, ever recommend and or sell a pair of glasses without anti-reflective right uh with that said if you want a pair of glasses without anti-reflective you'll mm -hmm. have to convince me of it yeah <laughs> because that is not the best for you no um, anti-reflective is is like my one my one thing where i am pretty adamant you're gonna get it whether yeah. you like it or not yeah, but but occasionally there are times where I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's understandable. But in the case of knowing that it's a standard anti-reflective, that's for me a conversation every single time where yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you could be doing a lot better. <laughs> yes, let's, let's chat about other options. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I think you know if you're gonna do transition with your kid. You don't have to be have a blue light protection on your mm -hmm. anti-reflective, so get the standard. You're going to mm -hmm. change it in a year anyways. Get the warranty right. because in six months you're going to have to get a new pair of lenses. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, that's how so, I roll. Get it. Get the warranty. 
if you do both hand in hand, then I think you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you, if you skip it, uh, because of whatever reason, that's your choice. Uh, I would at the very least try to get transitions in lieu of not yeah. having an anti-reflective. So that mm -hmm. way, at least it's helping the kiddos a little bit. Um, yeah. but it's better than nothing at all. And yeah. at least then they still have their blue light protection. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, dropped, I just dropped my pen. Don't worry. I have another one. Um, <laughs> so. She, um, she is a pen hoarder, people. Uh, she probably has like 20 pens near her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this yep. is just one cup. I've got like four cups of pens, but we're not here to yep. talk about that. Yep. <laughs> oh no, we're talking about it now. You... Yep. I love I <laughs> love pens. Pens, pens, pens. <laughs> Loves pens. Colored pens, thin pens, fat pens, just pens. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. She's a pen hoarder. Um, I can't even say that I'm a hoarder. Oh no, I, I can't. I do throw them away. Like when they're dead, I throw them away. <laughs> Look, I just haven't found the right one yet. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing about kids, you guys, um, when you're fitting your kids with glasses oh. or you, the optician are fitting children with glasses, <laughs> can we talk for a second about making sure that they fit properly and things not to do so sometimes a kid will find a frame that they fall in love with that's squeezing their head and this is just on day one of them purchasing a frame mom and dad do not try to tell me that you're gonna buy this frame regardless of what I'm telling you of no, this doesn't fit. Um, it's going to break. It's going to cause a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Mommy, my head hurts. Mommy, my eyes hurt. My ears hurt. Everything hurts. Um, you know, we don't want to do that. And I don't care how much the kid loves it. Sometimes the frames come in larger sizes um, or varieties of colors. And in the instance that they don't keep on trucking until you find something else, but yeah. you need to let that kid pick a frame that they want to wear. Um, I've seen a lot of parents talk kids out of frames because they think that they're just too kid like or whatever and oh, they don't yeah. they don't let them buy the frames that they want and then they never wear them so okay so let's let's back up cuz i want to touch on both of those points uh yeah the first one yep about the size yep parents 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 it is okay for you to say no mhm mm it's okay it is okay for your kid to be disappointed. It's it's okay. It's okay. And <laughs> I know it sounds weird that I'm saying this, but your job as a parent is not to make your kid happy. And I know I'm going to step toes on this one 
But your job is not to make your kid happy. Your job is to teach your kid how to deal with his emotions when they're out mm-hmm. of control. That is one of your jobs. So if mm-hmm. he finds a frame that doesn't fit, tell them that does not fit. Right. Or listen Let's to your opposition when they tell you it doesn't fit. <clears throat> it just If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. You're going to save yourself having to, because what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to buy the frame. The kid's going to love the frame because they love the frame, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to wear it all the time. Then they're going to start getting headaches. But because yep. you're not an optician, you're not going to know that the headaches are coming from the frame. You're going to think that there's something wrong with your kid. So right. then you're going to end up going to the doctor. The doctor's not going to know it's because of the frame because that's not what they do. So the doctor is going to either give you medication or run a whole bunch of tests for no reason. They're not going to find anything. Now you're having MRIs and you're thinking chaos, crazy things are happening just because you didn't say no. Because you're not going to know and you're not going to think about it. And you're going to go down this path. No, you're not. And then he's going to have terrible headaches all year. You're going to go to the doctor again for the eyeglasses. They're going to tell you the prescription's fine. And unless you have an optician that's competent and remembers you and says, hey, you know what? That frame doesn't fit. You probably won't know until you buy Mm -hmm. new glasses. And then you're going to be like, oh, my. And you know what? It's a it's a spiral To, to that note. Um, there are Sorry, plenty I just of instances went. <laughs> off the top of my no, 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 you're fine. There are plenty of instances off the top of my head that I can think of from personal experience where <clears throat> I've been forced to sell a frame that I knew I didn't want to sell that I knew was going to be a problem. For the opticians out there, put your notes in your patient chart. Okay. Mm, yeah. So that way, that way, when they inevitably come back, because they will, um, when they come back, there are notes there for whoever takes that patient behind you um, that says that they insisted yeah. on buying a frame that, you know, was advised not to be purchased, that the fit was poor, whatever. Yeah. If, if your place offers a restyle, Go ahead and just restyle. Don't give them any pushback. Yeah. It's really not worth it. it it's there's it's not gonna it's not gonna end well. But <clears throat> go ahead and do the restyle. Just do what's right but with sure the patient. Make, yeah, and just leave your paper trail. You know, so that way when they come back next year and they have that same issue where you're saying don't do it, you already know, so you can handle that accordingly. Um, another thing when it comes to fit for the opticians, if you've got a really small kid and you find a frame that fits, but only if you adjust to the temples to where they're hanging below their earlobe, like a pair of earrings floating out of nowhere, they're not cable temples. They shouldn't look like that and they shouldn't fit like that. They're not designed to be adjusted that way. If you find yourself having to do that, they're not properly fitted. Either you're not doing your job or the person that sold them didn't do their job. Oh, the other thing, the other thing I wanted to talk about is 
Um, the whole idea of getting getting glasses that uh, your kid likes. And again, as a mom of four, um, let me tell you, your kids are going to have those glasses for one year. If they want a pair of neon green glasses that you're thinking, holy cow, there's no way I can't be seen with him like this. Get over yourself. Just, just get over yourself. Let that kid wear those neon. Let him get bullied by it because of it. It is his decision. He needs to learn. Or don't. There's a strong chance that that kid's going to pick out those neon frames right. and rock them like nobody's business. Let them right. express themselves. Well, and then, well, that was my point. Like, even if they do get bullied <laughs> because of them, it's going to either teach them to stand up for themselves or be like, ah, let me reconsider mm -hmm. because I didn't like this negative attention. Next year, I'm going to get something that's not neon green. But this yeah. is how we build up our kids is mm -hmm. let them make decisions, let them make good or bad decisions. You're there to support them through the bad decisions, not just the good, hooray, yeah. you got a trophy, but the bad ones are actually more <sighs> important because you're teaching them how to deal with those emotions. Very important. Let the kid get those neon glasses yeah. unless they don't fit. They don't fit. Say no. <laughs> yes uh or if they don't fit ask if they come in a bigger size <laughs> then there's that uh, i mean then there's that uh okay as much crap as i give to to ray-bans right i can say for oh for boy one good thing about them is they typically come in at least two sizes uh yep. frames included sometimes three or four yep. sizes um, because yep. they, they have the manufacturing ability to produce them in such grand volume. Um, yes. Not everybody is going to do that. Also, if your kid does pick the neon frame that they go to school and somebody says they don't like them, you can't come back in the office and suddenly say, well, my kid doesn't like these glasses and now we need to change them and expect to be able to do that for free. Um, <clears throat> there's this really toxic mindset of the customer is always right. And it, I'm sorry, the customer is not always right in healthcare. And this is a, a medical device that is custom made for you, your child and everyone else that wears glasses in the world. It's not as easy as just going in and returning them like a pair of shoes and exchanging them for another size. There are, yep. there are so many contingencies at play here. If somebody tells you, I'm sorry, I can't do it, just try to understand that I'm sure that there's a part of them that wants to do it, but, you know, there's policies in place where they just can't. You can't yep. come back six months down the road and say that they don't fit anymore and then expect to get a free upgrade. That's just not how the world works. We don't take our car back every time that we have to have the oil changed and say, I want a new car. Um, <laughs> so this you know, car ran out of gas. I, like I this... need a different one. <laughs> uh, 
well, guess I need a new one. <laughs> yeah, it's you, and it's it's not that we're out here and we're just like trashing on patients or we're trashing on the industry. This is just how it is. We just want to set a level of expectation that is yes. reasonable and well managed. Yes. Um. Oh, what one last thing in addition to the temples. So. If you guys missed our episode where we discussed the anatomy of eyewear, we talked about eye size and mm -hmm. where to find it on your frames, what to look for, um, kind of use that from your kids' old glasses as a means of sizing them up moving forward. If they are eight years old and wearing a 48 eye size, by the time they're 10, there's a chance they're going to be in a 50. Um, but there's also a chance they might not. But that those numbers do change. And as we mentioned before, it's normal and completely acceptable. Um, there's just too many caveats in the overall size of a frame to just solely rely on that one number. Um, so did you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Lou? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, uh, if your kid doesn't need glasses because they have perfect vision, um, there is one thing, um, that I think we should at least touch on. If your kid has perfect vision, please, please, please make sure that if they are on a device, Every 20 minutes, they look at least 20 feet away because mm -hmm. that muscle will not relax and not know how to relax. And it will cause problems in the future. And he will, he or she will need glasses in the future. Myopia um, control. Is, yeah. Myopia control. A huge, huge problem that we're seeing now. Mm -hmm. Listen. I'm not even going to get into kids not having any electronics when they're young because that's a whole episode. But if you have decided to give your kid an electronic at any age, set yourself a timer. It's been 20 minutes. You need to look across the room for a few minutes. I don't care. Just say, okay, 20 minutes is done read the clock for me or look outside mm -hmm. and tell me if the trees are moving or can you see any squirrels from the window? Anything, just anything yep. that will make them look up, look beyond 20 feet away. It will save your kid's eyes. Please, please, please. Let's do this. There's um, it, if, for those people out there, adults can do this, kids can do this, but I think it would be a good habit to teach your kids this. Uh, it's called the Pomodoro technique. It helps to prevent burnout, but it also really does help a lot with eye strain. But it's basically taking in incremental breaks for your brain, for your eyes, um, and it allows you to focus better. So you do something for about 15 minutes and then you take a break and then you go and you do something for 30 minutes and then you take a break. Um, um, hey, it's been X minutes. Take your break. We'll come back at it in a few minutes and let them go off and yep. live their life and be a kid away from a device. Yes. Um, uh, so 
Oh, the other thing I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. If they don't have a prescription, buy them sunglasses. (laughs) Buy them sunglasses. Please buy them sunglasses. A lot, not all, but a lot of uh, vision plans will let you buy a pair of sunglasses for a child that does not need prescription and they will cover it. Even yes, if they but only, you can buy, only children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can buy super cheap sunglasses that are going to be polarized for your kid. It is very mm-hmm. important that you protect their little eyes mm-hmm. Ooh, in more than and one another, way, but yes. Another thing I wanted to mention, um, going back to our big box discussion, because I rarely see this happen in private practice. If you go in and your child gets an eye exam... And you have someone pressing you to buy glasses after you've only had a minor change. I want you to take your prescription from last year. And this is the importance of going to the same places repeatedly is the rapid access of your medical history at that office without having to exchange signed documents just to release your paperwork and waiting an hour. But look at your numbers side by side. There are so many practices that I have personally worked in where the management of the office wants every single patient to buy a pair of glasses, even when they don't have to. A 0.25 prescription does not need glasses. Um, And if your child has prescriptions on already, let's say their prescription is like mine and it's a minus 450 and you go and get an eye exam and the doctor's like, well, there's been a change. They're going to need new glasses. And you've gone from a 450 to a 475 and you can't afford new glasses. I'm here to tell you that's not going to make an astronomical difference. Do not feel that you have to do it. And we're in the last quarter of the year. And I'm here to tell you that now is the time of year. You're going to see all of your optical places saying, use it or lose it. Your FSA benefits are going to run out at December 31st. And if you have the unfortunate timing of having to go in at the end of the year for your eye exam, Every single person is going to try to get you to buy multiple pairs of glasses to expunge all of your benefits as quickly as they can. And while that's great because optical is one of the fastest ways to burn out those resources in your FSA HSA, make sure that it doesn't roll over or that you can't use it elsewhere for something else. Um, just because the benefits are there and yes, they're going to they're going to get lost if you don't spend them. That doesn't mean that we all don't have other health expenses around that we might need to be focusing on. So anyways, um, our indie spotlight for this week, um, I was trying to go with something that was a little bit small and really focused on kids. Um, So I did a lot of research and I found a company out of California called Rochambeau. So I wanted to kind of give them a little bit of a shout. Uh, They just expanded into a larger space as well. Um, They've got a pretty small amount of staff. I think like 
10 staff members. Um, but they offer very simple designs. Um, and they offer it in ophthalmic, sunglasses, sportswear. Um, and they offer it from baby to youth to teen to adult. And for big families, especially big families like ours, you know, it's good to be able to just do a one-stop shop that's going to be completely affordable for us. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of their frames were under $130. Um, so they've got a lot of different options. I would definitely recommend that you guys check them out. Um, and I do think that you can buy those online also. Um, but if you want a small, independently owned, family-oriented practice, um, then I would definitely say give them a check. Um, I'm going to link them in our show notes like I usually do. So there's that. Um, but I think that that was everything for today. Uh, as usual, you guys always make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, don't forget, we're now also on Amazon Music. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, check us out, you guys, and we will be back. I think Lucia lost her audio, um, so I'm going to close this one out. But you guys have a really great weekend. If you, as usual, have heard any disinformation or have any questions, email us at opticiansunhingedpodcast at gmail. Um, but otherwise, we will be back next week with a new episode. So bye. Don't chat, ticket to cow, but ever, never, never don't chat.